Hello and welcome to this episode of our patient podcast series with Trekstock, a charity that offers tailored support to young adults diagnosed with cancer. I'm Caitlin Rich and I work in the Chief Medical Office for VMLYNRX and for the last two years we have been running a patient partnership programme working with patient groups to help our teams and clients better connect and co-create with patients across different disease areas. As part of our continuing commitment, we hope you will enjoy this short podcast series where we introduce some of the amazing patient support groups who we've been fortunate enough to partner with. Today, I'm delighted to introduce you to Sophie Epstone, founder and CEO, and Jemima Reynolds, who is the Health Programmes and Engagement Lead of Trekstock. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. So first of all, it'd be great to hear from you about Trekstock and how it started and why you got involved. So I want to ask the people listening to this podcast, what were you doing in your 20s and 30s? Were you going travelling? Were you starting a new job? Were you getting married? Were you starting a relationship? Were you going out and having fun with your friends? Just imagine getting cancer and stopping all that in its tracks. That's why Trekstar is so important to be able to offer 20s and 30s an opportunity to thrive with and beyond cancer. Thank you. Uh, So my name's Sophie and I'm the CEO and founder of Trekstock, a charity that was set up around 10 years ago now to support young adults with cancer. Um, I set the charity up when a friend of mine had cancer in their early 20s and recognised a gap in support for that age group, 20s and 30s. Um, At the time, my friend was going through cancer and it was thought of something that really happened to older people uh, and the support that they received, it just wasn't tailored to his needs. Um, He got lots of resources and information and support from other organisations and charities and through obviously through his hospital, Um, but he felt like he was quite alone and isolated and needed more of the support uh, that, that absolutely helps people when they're going through it at that age. So Trekstock was founded, um, it was founded actually, I started fundraising and did a trek to, trek to Everest, which was a side side note. So did a trek, uh, started fundraising and um, Trekstock was uh, registered and then for the next few years did more treks and uh, raised money. And we set up in the very beginning, a, a, we set up a young person's panel. So we wanted to understand if we were going to set up a charity in this space, we wanted to absolutely ensure that we were supporting people in a space where the support was needed and we weren't overlapping with other services. Mm -hmm. So we set up a young person's panel patient group and looked at what were those needs and actually the themes that came through time and time and again were things like fertility, physical activity, nutrition, health and wellbeing, mental health, and um, started to look at how we develop programmes along those themes and how we offered tailored support. So that was what we did in the beginning. And one of the first programmes we started was our Renew exercise programme, alongside some social support that we started to roll out um, on quite a small scale, but across the UK. Amazing. And it's great that you listen to the actual patients to give them exactly what they wanted in a really underserved community at that time. Um, so what is it that Trekstock does now for the patients? So 34 young adults get diagnosed every day with cancer and we support them all the way from just diagnosis, treatment, 
through to post-treatment, living with incurable yet treatable cancer. We recognise that the, the effects of cancer live on way past treatment ending, and we believe that 20 and 30s um, need uh, at a stage of their life which is unique and that they need tailored support for their needs at that time. So we offer them a supportive space to connect uh, to others who understand what it's like to go through cancer and live with the effects in their 20s and 30s. We inform them through fun, engaging events on relevant topics that matter to them. And we also get them active uh, and support them to do that safely and connect with others while doing so. That's great. And I'm sure it's been particularly helpful over the pandemic where there's an extra layer of isolation from the communities that they need. Yeah. Um, we found at the start of the pandemic, well, throughout really, that a huge, a very high percentage of our um, young adults that we support were shortening and were more isolated than ever. Um, and we were just so lucky that we could actually adapt our services and deliver them online. So all of our social meetups moved online and Jemima and the team did such an incredible job of um, they are trainers for our exercise program started to deliver one-to-one -one online and it meant that nobody was kind of left um, we were there for them and we were just it's been really nice to start running some uh, in real life face-to-face -face meetups but the support is still happening online which is great and also um, just to say that we continue to um, develop our programs around the uh, evidence-based support needs of our community. So we ask a, a modified holistic needs assessment when people join the community so we understand their support needs from the moment they're just diagnosed or living with post-treatment post late effects or living with incurable yet treatable cancer. But what has been really interesting for our patient groups to understand the, the importance of physical activity, something that's kind of left cancer conversation is something they're asking for and really wanting support from the moment they're diagnosed all the way to living with incurable yet treatable cancer. Our top support needs are psychological support, physical activity and nutrition and alongside that within psychological support is of course meeting someone who understands that many people tell us that they're the youngest in the waiting room by 20 years. Yeah. People don't understand that they have different needs and for many um, who have gone through teenage young adult services up until 25, where the support's great. Um, they moved into adult services and they really need the support that's different to those people who are older. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like you're offering them services that they won't necessarily get from the health service, even though they are actually really important for their quality of life. So that's amazing. Um, just to bring this to life for us, do you have a patient story you could share about someone who you've helped through their cancer diagnosis? I'm going to tell you about two different examples. From Great. <laughs> so we've got um, a lovely girl who was diagnosed in childhood with um, cancer from, uh, she was nine and 12, so she was living with acute myeloid leukemia and she ended up um, having a, a real, um, really difficult time. She had a stroke and she came to us in her early 20s and she was really struggling with fatigue, mental health problems, um, feeling really isolated from people that um, not able to go through education like her friends and she was also struggling with body image and coping with um, not working as well so the, you know all those things that in your 20s and 30s that you really want to 
were taken from her and cancer had stopped her. So um, she came to our peer-to-peer -peer support events that we put on in person. Um, she came and did our Renew program um, where she got um, active with, uh, it was one-to-one -one at that time, we've now moved on to uh, group sessions. And you just saw her transform by meeting other people who understand. She was able to feel like she was heard and listened to. She felt like she found a supportive community. And you just saw her grow in confidence. She also was coping with long-term effects, a so heart problem. Mm -hmm. And the incredible things, her ventricular function improved by 40% by doing our physical activity program. Mm -hmm. She um, lost four stone in weight. And we've just seen her, she's mm. a young adult ambassador, just grow in confidence. And she's come on to really um, raise money for Trek Stock. She's, um, you know, led our urban Trek, bringing people alongside um, to help raise awareness about Trek Stock. And it's just been a real joy to, mm. to see that. And I think that really speaks to the impact that um, Trek Stock can have on a young person's life. Um, another person is a young guy who's diagnosed with testicular cancer in his 30s and he said that treatment was horrendous, he felt like he'd lost his confidence, body image, you know, he lost um, a testicle due to cancer, he had to go through chemo, he put on weight, he struggled with isolation and he came along to his first event and it was just incredible, the opportunity to be able to chat to someone else who understands. Many people say that they don't even speak about cancer that often. It's it's the first space you're recognised as not a cancer patient because everyone else has this, the same thing in common. He came to our Meet and Move event, which is a health and wellbeing day we used to do pre-pandemic, um, which was for guys only, which we do um, general ones as well, but we did a guys one. It was incredible. We couldn't shut them up. We couldn't stop. <laughs> He also did our physical activity program and he's he's just gone from strength to strength. He's now become a young adult ambassador for us as well. And I think the impact that it has that all your friends are going, meeting all those milestones and you feel that you've been stopped from meeting those and the chance to really thrive with and beyond cancer is the message that Trekstock gives that by connecting people, by being seen and listened to, you find a space that you belong and you're able to learn to live better with and beyond cancer. That's amazing. Both those stories are just fantastic. And like you say, 20s and 30s, I guess you have so many life milestones and things that start changing and happening just to throw in a cancer diagnosis. Must be really isolating. And of course, it's something that you might not have anyone to go to about because it's not something that's usual. So that's incredible. Thank you. Um, so what is your aim or vision for the future? What would you like to do next? We want to ensure that when any young adult is told they have cancer or they've been going through cancer and um, that they are able to seek help from Trekstock and they hear about Trekstock first. Um, we want to ensure that anybody across the UK is able to access our services um, in hard to reach places. It's something that we've been working on and working on with the NHS um, with the CNS teams and all the healthcare professionals that the help that Jemima's been working with, but it's reach. We want to grow our reach um, and ensure that no young adult faces cancer alone. Um, I'm just going to add that 85% of our community wish that they were uh, found out about Trexdot at point of diagnosis or up to three months post, and yet still our young adults aren't hearing about us through healthcare professionals. 
And we hear time and time again that, that the impact that Trekstop services have on young adults is transformational. And we want every single young adult who has had a cancer diagnosis and is living with the effects in their 20s and 30s to be able to benefit from, yeah. from what we do and to feel supported and to be able to connect to others and move forward together. Mm. And um, I think that reach, that fact that we know that the impact that our services have, we have incredible feedback, we have evidence base that our exercise programme um, has statistically significant results that were published in the journal recently. Um, and we want to ensure that each person is offered that opportunity to be able to, uh, yeah, to live better with and beyond by, uh, kind of connecting with other people but also accessing evidence-based programs tailored to their needs and answering questions that they want to to know about and to be able to offer those things that the NHS just can't do mm -hmm. and we really really want help to be able to reach mm -hmm. those healthcare professionals with the message that Trexpert's here. Yeah I was just going to say that so often we've been at an event and people have come and the first thing they say is, I didn't realise there were people like me. And you think, well, how can that be? Because you're going through cancer, you're in hospital, surely you're meeting. But because of the postcode lottery in terms of where you're treated or who you might be, um, who you might be able to meet as well through that, it's it really is the case that people are quite isolated. And I think it's, as Jemima said, the impact is so evident and it's such a joy when you see um, people who, you know, we walk alongside with our urban trek or we see at events and they say, um, you know, the Renew programme has changed my life or, or going to an event, I've met other people and I feel more confident and I've now gone on to get a job or I've, it just, it really does make such a difference. Um, so hope, so thank you so much for having us as well to talk about Trek Stop to help us share that 